scripture reading this morning is from Genesis chapter 1, verses 20 through 31. And God said, Let the waters bring forth swarms of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth, across the dome of the sky. So God created the great sea monsters and every living creature that moves, of every kind, with which the waters swarm, and every winged bird of every kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let birds multiply on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures of every kind, cattle and creeping things, and wild animals of the earth of every kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals of the earth of every kind, and the cattle of every kind, and everything that creeps upon the ground of every kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make humankind in our image, according to our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the wild animals of the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created humankind in his image, in the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. God said, see, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is upon the face of all the earth and every tree with seed in its fruit you shall have them for food. And to every beast of the earth, and to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. This is the story of faith and faithful struggle. Thanks be to God. Let us be in a spirit of prayer. Gracious and loving God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of each one of our hearts be acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer. And may we, like Samuel, cry out and say, Speak, Lord, for we are listening. Amen. I entitled this sermon, Blessed Companions, because I'm thinking about the way that the animals have been created, both that they are blessed and that they are meant to be in relationship with us. We are created for relationship, and one of the most precious is the one we share with our pets, companions lovingly created to share our lives. In the scripture that Aaron has just read, we hear about the fifth and sixth days of creation. You'll note that animals are created before humans on the fifth day. You'll note that God is creating a home for us, complete with comfort, complete with light, complete with food, complete with everything we need. 
And now here God has provided animals as companions. When God created us and gave us dominion, I don't think that means authority in that certain way. I think it means the, the discernment to use things in the best way, to care for things in the best way. And so we are called to care in the environment for species of animals that are endangered by various things that we do in the world. And so that's kind of what dominion means, both, both a sense of responsibility as well as the benefit we derive from creation. I love that animals are looked at after the creation on that fifth day and God said it was good. And then God created human beings on the following day and it was good. You'll know that there are two stories of creation in Genesis. The second one comes a little later in Genesis 2 and it talks a little bit differently about the creation. It talks about the way that um, God provided a helper for Adam and that came in the terms in the in the form of a spouse but I think that it goes beyond that I think that God also created animals for us as companions as uh, beings to be in relationship with as a sort of partner God creates the animals and birds in that second creation story from the same ground that the first human is created Animals and humans are kin and partners. That word kin means family. And like children, the first human names the animals as part of a living family in Eden. We want to reflect on the companionship and the loving comfort that our pets provide in our lives. They're so wonderful. I know that for me, on a day off, if I'm sitting down, all of the pets kind of pile on top of me as if to hold me down and say, you need to rest. And I just think that's so intuitive of them. I think we hear of other instances in the world where dogs have been able to help discern that someone was not well, or I don't know about you, but I grew up with Lassie going to help when Timmy fell down the well, right? There are so many things that our cats and our dogs provide for us in terms of entertainment and companionship and, even good health by being our walking companions. When we look at uh, scripture in this sermon, we're, we're thinking about theology, and that doesn't have to be a big scary word. It's just what's God doing in this? So if we think carefully about what God is doing with our pets, we'll understand that God is providing another avenue of love for us, another avenue of relationship, another opportunity for us to care for each other, for our pets, for all of the things in creation that we need to be good stewards of. We do need to be good stewards of this environment, this environment that God has created. And that means taking on the responsibility for the things that are happening in this world so that species that are endangered do not become extinct because of our action or inaction. So I think that what God is doing with our pets is providing companions, providing that avenue for relationship, providing us with someone to love and comfort us. You'll know if you've ever had a dog that they are loyal to the end. They look so lovingly upon us. They, they just revere us. Of course, cats are a different story entirely, aren't they? They are so independent. 
And I'm just so grateful for those opportunities that we have in our lives to care for fish and to care for birds and reptiles and all the pets that we have in our world. In Genesis 2:18, we hear that story of God's provision of a helpmate. But in John, in John 14, verse 26, we hear Jesus promise the comforter. And of course, Jesus is talking about the Holy Spirit, the one that will come afterwards, the one that advocates for us and, and all of that. But I love the idea that he promises a comforter because in pets, I find such comfort. So when we step back from the very important meaning of that scripture and just think about the things that God has provided, God wants us to be comforted, not just, not just, um, activated or advocated for. Some of the other aspects of the Holy Spirit are are more serious and energetic, but also sort of that loving comfort that, that our pets provide. You know, I think that's reflected in that idea of the Holy Spirit, that zeitgeist that connects us all. There are some people who believe that pets join us in heaven and some don't. And either is okay. You're welcome to your own belief, whatever that might be. There are some who believe that there's a rainbow bridge that pets cross before us. There have been poems written to that idea. And they, they wait for us on the other side. And there are people who just firmly believe that a dog heaven is full of squirrels to chase and biscuits everywhere. And I think that whatever comforts us is probably of the best vision of heaven if, the, if we have such a thing in our, in our understanding. It's an important thing to, to understand it to be something that comforts us. I want us to remember that some have had these animals that have passed and aren't able to join with us in this celebration in the same way today because of their grief. And of course, there are probably some of you who don't have pets at all and that this isn't as significant to you. But I hope that you still have an appreciation for animals in the world. So for instance, you might be one who enjoys birds at your bird feeder or the squirrels scampering about outside or the majesty of a beautiful lion or zebra or giraffe that we see in the zoo or an appreciation for the cows that provide our milk, you know, anything like that. But for those who have experienced the loss of their pets, I want for us to remember, to remember our animal companions who are no longer with us physically. We give thanks for the gifts they gave us and the variety of ways they enriched our lives. We are confident that our Creator continues to care for them. I want us to bless the companions through through our loving care for them and the environment in which we all live and move and have our being, I want us to all continue to pray for those things on a regular basis. Meister Eckhart, who was a 13th century Christian mystic, once said, apprehend God in all things, for God is in all things. Every single creature is full of God and is a book about God. Let me say that again and not mispronounce it this time. Every single creature is full of God and is a book about God. Every creature is a word of God. Meister Eckhart goes on to say, if I spent enough time with the tiniest creature, even a caterpillar, I would never have to prepare a sermon. So full of God is every creature. 
I don't know about you, but when I see a cardinal, the majesty of that color, or a peacock, you know for sure that that's nothing could come close in things that human beings had prepared as the things that God has created. And so now I want you to take a moment to gather up your pet. I'm going to gather up my little Padme here. This is my precious Papillon Padme. She is my walking companion every morning. She's not sure if she wants to be held right now. But I want you with me to bless your pet by petting them, by laying hands on, and by saying together, you were created by God. You are loved by God. May you and your human family experience joy and companionship together and continue to be a blessing to each other. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen.